It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. I'm Anita Thomas, of course, and sitting in with me is Olivia Barnson. Hi, Olivia. Hi, Anita. Thanks for having me once again. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is a good team we have going here. We've got to keep this going. Dynamic duo. The dynamic duo. Yes. Oh, you definitely must say. (laughs) (laughs) And it's dynamic because you're joining me. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It's a lot of fun having you on the show. So we're going to bounce back and forth on some of these different travel tips and destinations. And one of the things I'm really loving is all of these shows that we're doing about the people that we meet. People that you meet. Well, the people (laughs) that I meet. But yes, you're you're going to get out there on the road and you'll come back with these people stories as well. Because it's really a fascinating way to explore and see a destination through the eyes of other people. And like we've said, it's proof that you've really put yourself out there while you're traveling. You're not just staying in the hotel or at the pool. You've really gone out and, you know, sought out conversations. Exactly. Sought out conversations, you know, had a little bit of a kind of a way to find out and experience more the city through someone who maybe was born there, lived there all their lives, or maybe even someone who moved there later on. But you do get to know the city through them. Or someone else who's passing through, just like you. Yeah, someone else who's passing through, get their perspective on it. Because I was out in Sheridan, Wyoming, a couple of, uh, actually several weeks ago now, and had a fantastic time. It was really an eye-opener for me because it was my first time going to Wyoming. And uh, as much as I've traveled. Travel first. (laughs) I know, travel first. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. And to go to Sheridan, you know, it just was one of these kind of surprise type destinations that I just didn't know what to expect. But what I did find was a beautiful city with a lot, a lot, a lot of history. And if you are an adventurous kind of uh, hiking outdoor buff, hey, this is your spot to go to. Takes a little bit to get there, but when you're there, Hey, it's well worth it. So it's a drive from the airport? It's a drive from the airport, but you have to go through Denver. You have to make up quite a few connections with uh, some of the smaller airports. And there is an airport in Sheridan, so you can't actually fly into there. But you don't fly, certainly not direct from Atlanta. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to kind of make your way there. But hey, great fun. But now, I know you were really interested in, in Sheridan after I started talking about it. You did a little bit of research. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you found out. Right. Well, it makes sense that it's difficult to get to, but worth it. And it's known as Wyoming's jewel because of its history in the Old West and also its beautiful landscape. Well, yeah, because in 1876, General George Crook camped out at the junction of Little and Big Goose Creeks before the Battle of the Rosebud in Montana. So, I mean, it goes all the way back to there with some very uh, significant history, you know, around some of the things that happened out West. You know, we like to think of that West history because it is so dynamic and so much an important part of our, you know, the whole United States history. But when you talk about the first structure that was built in 1878, the first cabin had a dirt floor and a sod roof that was built by Peter Henry Van Dover, who was a trapper, and they called him Dutch Henry. So maybe he was, you know, from, you know, Amsterdam perhaps. Like that. perhaps yeah and it's neat that they can trace back the first cabin there's a lot of great conservation efforts in Wyoming for different old west structures saloons 
houses and so on. And we'll get to those later. Well, you're, you're absolutely right about that because there's actually a walking tour that you can take and it's self-guided so you can do it at your own pace, whatever day you want to do it and uh, during your stay in Sheridan because Sheridan does have a lot, a lot of history and they give you a little pamphlet that has all of the historic buildings so you can just kind of go and walk and check them out at your own pace and read a little bit about them as well. So you're absolutely right about that. And you can find more information about those self-guided tours at downtownsheridan.org. That's right. So definitely check out that website and you'll find also restaurants, some other, you know, attractions and things like that to do. But I feel like I'm jumping ahead a little bit here because I know we have quite a few things yeah, to talk let's about. process it. <laughs> <laughs> talk a little bit about it because you found out a little bit about something called the Mint Bar. Yes, the Mint Bar on Main Street it was known as a legendary meeting place for cowboys, ranchers, locals and travelers since 1907. And Sheridan also has a history of being an early metropolis in the West. It was one of the only places with a long-distance trolley access, and you saw people, immigrants from Europe, Asia, the Middle East, as well as Black and Latin Americans establishing communities there, too. So you can imagine all the different history there. Yeah, and people coming and going because the train and the rail system going through there, you know, was actually connecting, as you mentioned, you know, that part of the United States, you know, to more of the eastern side. So you did get a lot of people coming and going and people going out really to find their fortune and to really settle their families. Yes, lots of hope. Absolutely. Lots hoping of ho- for the best. <laughs> <laughs> hoping for the best. And one of the places where the people like to stay was the historic Sheridan Inn, which is still in operation today. And it once served as a headquarters for Buffalo Bill and his Wild West show. And he held tryouts there right on the front porch. So people go in there now can sit on the front porch and say, hey, I sat where yeah. <laughs> Buffalo Bill sat. <laughs> Take a picture or two. That's one of those Instagrammable moments, right? Yes, and now there's a great open-range bar and grill there as well. But Buffalo Bill really has his stamp all over Wyoming. Well, he does. He does. All over the West. He was kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a fan of Old West and all the cowboy history, there's a King's Saddlery Museum in Sheridan as well with a huge collection of cowboy memorabilia and artifacts if you're into that. Well, I had a chance to go in there, so there's also lots of great shopping. Um, some of the things are a little bit expensive, but you know, like you said, if you're a buff, you know, around all of the old west type things, saddles and spurs and boots and belts and all of those things that when you think of the the West and the Wild Wild West, even the present day West, when you think of that, hey, they've got it there. Museum style, historic type things, as well as some things you can buy for today and put them on and go strutting down Main Street yourself. That's the real deal. And it'll probably feel more authentic since it is kind of a process to get to Sheridan. So it's really deeply set in the (laughs) Old West. It definitely is. It definitely is. And taking a visit to the King Saladry Museum really kind of puts you into that mode of that. It definitely does. It puts you there for sure. So what else did you find out? Well, if you're more into the nature and the scenery, Tongue River Canyon is a great place to start. It's a trailhead that will follow the river and lead you to the Bighorn National Forest, which is known for its landscape of grasslands, meadows, lakes, mountain cliffs. And, you know, I happened to be there during the time when the wildflowers were in bloom and the purples and yellows and a few reds and things like that. It was just beautiful just to see the rolling hills and see the mountains in the background and all those beautiful wildflowers that were in bloom. So I think you posted a really beautiful picture on Instagram from your trip. I did. I did. I posted quite a few trips from my time there (laughs) because it is so picturesque and so beautiful. If you are an artist, 
you can certainly be inspired. A photographer, you can be inspired. I mean, whatever, you know, just a lover of nature or even if you're a person like, oh, I don't like outdoors, I bet you change that. <laughs> you change that after visiting there and seeing all of this beautiful nature that's right there. Well, another place, if you're not huge into nature, there's actually an easy climb that will get you views of cliffs and of the entire Sheridan County, and that's at Steamboat Point. It's described as an easy climb, and it's only 1.7 miles round trip. And on that short trip, you may see deer, moose, elk, even mountain lions. Well, that's true. That's true. I saw quite a few deer and quite a few elk uh, while I was there, some moose uh, also while I was there. As a matter of fact, one of the places where I stay, the moose were just kind of walking through, you know, the area. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of casually walking through a mom and, uh, you know, walking through. I guess maybe she was looking for a baby. I'm not sure. But uh, it was really kind of cool to see that and be so up close. But you do have to be careful with them because oh, they can yeah. be a little grouchy. So I kept my distance, but I had that camera going. It was clicking away. Right. When I lived in Colorado briefly, we'd drive through the mountains sometimes, and they would just step right into the road, no hesitation. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll charge at cars. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, they are big and bad, yeah. so I'm going to give them their They space. run things up there. So. <laughs> they definitely do. Then there's the, y, the WYO Theater, which is in Sheridan. It's first opening in 1923. It was dubbed Wyoming's Wonder Picture Palace, and the theater is still in operation today. As a matter of fact, the, some of the folks that I was with actually went and did a tour of the theater and had a look around there. They have live performances, entertainment, film, all kinds of stuff. Now, Olivia, I could go on and on and on because I had a great time there. There were restaurants and things like that that people could could go to. There's Bighorn that a lot of people know about. So I think we should put this on the website because there's so much to cover. We can list it out there and people can go check it out. Absolutely. If you want to see even more, go to SheridanWyoming.org. Absolutely. And talking about the people that you meet, I met a great guy while I was there when I was visiting a place called the Spear O Ranch. And oh, we had a long conversation. As a matter of fact, I think we're going to need two segments to get all of our conversation in. His David is his name is David Munsick. And we talk music. We talk Colorado. We talk cowboys. We talk all kinds of stuff. And when we come back, we'll have a conversation with David. This is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends, brought to you today by the Sapelo Island Beach Vacations down on beautiful Sapelo Island, Georgia. Don't have to go so far for those. Check out their website at sapeloislandbeachvacations.com. Back in a minute. Well, in the big horns, there's a place I know. And any chance I get. 